Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of All in Tech. I hope you guys are doing great. Today, we do have the Google Pixel Fold that we're talking about. And let's see what Pixel has to offer with their first foldable phone. And let's see if they've taken anything of inspiration from the past folds from Samsung or even Xiaomi. And how well they implemented those influences. So let's check it out. Alright, so let's jump into it. We have the Pixel Fold. This was released, or is going to be released, June of this year, and it has just been announced only a couple of days ago, which is pretty obviously recent, May 10th. Let's go and talk about the body of the phone. So this is obviously a very folding phone, you know, uh, so you will have a lot more surface area for screens, and... This is going to be a little bit on the heavy side. 283 grams of weight or 9.98 ounces, which is very similar to the Galaxy Fold 4, which I'm going to be referencing just because that seems to be the most common fold. You know, it's the most popular fold. Everyone who does know about a folding phone that exists most people that are like are outside of the tech community will know that Samsung has the Z Fold. They'll know that there's like a phone that folds from Samsung. They at least know that. Um, so that's why I'm going to be referencing the Fold 4 because I feel like that's the most, or that's like the standard sort of. Um, obviously, Xiaomi has created some really nice folding phones and arguably are better. So... Regardless of that, we're going to talk about the Fold 4 because that one is going to be, again, like I said, the standard and is obviously a little bit more common um, when you're comparing the Fold 4 to any kind of Xiaomi folding device. Now we have Google, who is more here in the U.S., same thing as Apple, and they're kind of trying their hand at this folding phone. So in terms of weight, it is heavier than the Fold 4 depending on who you are, may or may not be a big deal. I mean, when you're buying a folding phone, you know it's going to be heavy because it's basically almost like having two phones. They just kind of stack on top of each other. It's very similar in that sense. Um, and so that's really up to you whether you're willing to deal with that weight. Personally, if it's a folding phone, I'd rather have it in the office kind of just sitting there and whenever I need it, it'll be there. I don't think I'd rock it as an everyday phone. Uh, or at least carrying around everywhere I go, because that's just not something that I f would find comfortable. But regardless of that, uh, let's move on to the build quality. We do have Gorilla Glass on the front and on the back. Um, it is using Gorilla Glass Victus, for those who care a lot about their glass specs. And a plastic front, which is kind of interesting when it's, uh, when it's unfolded, so the inside is going to be plastic. Um, it's not like the glass sort of ultra thin glass that Samsung is talking about. It, this one's going to be strictly plastic from what it seems that they're talking about. The outside screen will have Gorilla Glass Victus as well. And the whole thing will be wrapped up with aluminum. So the frame is going to be made out of aluminum, which is great. Premium build material all the way around, except for obviously the, the interior screen, which is going to be plastic because that tends to be the most 
non-breakable solution, right? Because we've seen Samsung's folding phones, and they do have a little bit of glass in their actual folding mechanism where you can see where it cracks. So there is glass on the other phone, but it is a little bit less reliable of a phone. So plastic will be a lot more durable in the long term, but we'll have to see how this turns out. Well, I don't know. This does have IPX8 water and dust resistance. So this is the same as the Z Fold 4, which is great. You know, it's keeping up with that standard. Uh, moving on to the display. We do have a foldable OLED display, 120 hertz, HDR10+, 1,000 nits of peak brightness on the manual slider at least. And on automatic, you have 1450 nits of peak brightness. So... A pretty, a pretty solid display all the way around. Uh, the outside screen, or the inside screen, I should say, is 6.7 inches, which is a little bit bigger than the Z Fold 4, which has a 7.5, but it's not going to be that big of a difference in my opinion. It's just uh, something to note. Now, one thing I want to point out is that 1,400 nits of peak brightness is actually 250 nits higher than the Fold 4, which peaks at 1200 nits, which is kind of interesting. Um, in terms of overall display, they're very similar. I would say that maybe Samsung's would be a little bit better because, you know, Samsung does screens that just blow everyone else out of the water, in my opinion. They just make wonderful screens that you want to stare at all day. So in that sense, I think the Galaxy edges out on the display, but overall, they're very, very similar. Now, in terms of resolution, we do have 1840 by 2208 resolution on the inside uh, display. On the cover display, we do have an OLED 120Hz HDR panel with Vic Corning Gorilla Glass Victus, and this is going to be a 5.8 inch screen so that is going to be very similar to the galaxy s10 e um and as well as i can't remember which iphone it was i think it was the s or the x whatever it was the 10 that was a 5.8 inch if i'm not wrong so it's going to be on that compact side but once you open it it's going to be a little tablet basically that's kind of cool i would say in terms of form factor I do like the Google Pixel Fold a lot better than the Galaxy Fold 4 because the Fold 4 just, it looks too weird. Like it, it's too narrow when you grab the phone and it's too tall, in my opinion. I wish that they would kind of squeeze down the screen a little bit, make it a little bit more of a real looking phone. And then the tablet, obviously it's going to be affected by the size, whatever, but it doesn't really matter. I feel like that would be better than the tall factor that the Galaxy Fold has when you close it. Versus this one looks like a normal phone and it actually functions like a normal phone until you open it and it's like a whole another world. But um, that's really all I have to say about the form factor. Definitely prefer the Google Pixel form factor uh, for the Fold. It's just a lot more. It's a lot more pleasing to the eye. It looks less awkward. Um, you do have 1,200 nits of peak brightness on the cover display, and uh, on the manual at least. On auto, you have 1,550 nits of peak brightness. So that's pretty 
that's actually pretty good. So you can use the front display as a normal phone and use a tablet whenever you want to. But basically the point is to always have the phone be a normal phone until you need to use that tablet. That's kind of the purpose of these folding phones that I feel they should accomplish. Now, the Z Fold 4, the cover display is 6.2 inches and has a slightly less resol higher resolution than the Pixel Fold, coming in at 904 versus the 1080p panel on the cover display of the Pixel Fold. And it does not mention anything about peak brightness, but I'm assuming it's going to be around 1,000 roughly, because that seems to be the baseline, at least for flagship phones. So, in terms of the cover display, the Google Pixel has the Fold 4 beat, in my opinion, because it just overall is a much more pleasant-looking package, and the fact that it has um, that 1,500 nits of peak brightness is going to be a lot better. And the form factor, which is an actual phone, not just some kind of Sony phone, because I don't like Sony phones for that same reason, is that they look too tall or too narrow with that 21 by 9 aspect ratio. And I get it, it's for like cinematic stuff, whatever, but it just looks weird. So I prefer something that looks more like the S22, S22 Plus, the iPhone 13s or 14s. They have like that proper amount of width to the phone, okay? I know it's a little weird, but that's just my preference. Now, moving on to the platform, we do have Android 13, and it is running the Google Tensor G2 chip, so their own chip, which is nice to see, and the Mali G710 GPU. Now, in terms of software, they're both very similar, the Google Pixel Fold with the Fold 4. It's just going to be down to preference in a way, because Samsung has quite a bit of features outside of Google. And while the Google Pixel software has always been excellent, you do have quite a bit more features on One UI. And that is just something par for the course. You know, Samsung's always going to be adding things outside of Google, you know, to, for, you know, for that customization. But Android 13 will provide that very iOS, very clean software experience that I think most people like. Now, in terms of the GPU, I feel like that might go to Samsung. They have the Adreno 7, 730. It's not necessarily the highest end, but it still is one of the best, sort of. Now, moving on to the memory, we do not have expandable memory on either one of these phones. And we do have a couple of configurations for storage. For the Pixel Fold, we do have 256 to start out with 12 gigs of RAM, which I think is kind of insane and overkill. And then you have an even higher one, which is 512 gigabytes of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM. You only get those two options with the Pixel Fold, which is kind of interesting, yet makes sense at the same time. However, on the Z Fold 4, you do have the same entry, but you get the a different option for the highest end configuration which is one terabyte with 12 gigs of ram so one terabyte of storage i mean i wouldn't recommend getting that because that is insanely expensive that's hitting like the two thousand dollar mark and it's already expensive as it is so that one terabyte is just going to send it to the moon 
But the Google Pixel Fold isn't exactly cheap either, so we'll talk more about the price in just a moment. So in terms of storage configurations, you do have a higher-end storage configuration on the Z Fold 4, but uh, you get the same entry level on both, 256 of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM. So I'd say that's pretty evenly matched as well. They're both using UFS 3.1 storage. Now, the main cameras. So this is where it gets kind of interesting. So the Pixel Fold has a 48 megapixel primary sensor with laser autofocus and optical image stabilization. It has a 10.8 megapixel telephoto lens with dual pixel autofocus and optical image stabilization, five times optical zoom for that insane kind of like little uh, zoom that we get with, you know, Samsung phones and a 10.8 megapixel ultra wide lens. So four cameras here, if I counted right, one, two, three, actually three cameras. Uh, so we have the trifecta, right? Telephoto, ultra wide and normal wide sensor. On the Z Fold 4, we have 50 megapixel primary sensor and it supports obviously optical image stabilization. You have a 10 megapixel telephoto lens with I with OIS and three times optical zoom. So it is gonna be less than the Pixel Fold, which is kind of interesting. And you have a 12 megapixel ultra wide lens. As you can see, they both have the three cameras that most people would use, right? The normal zoom and then the ultra wide. Now in terms of zoom, Samsung for some reason <clears throat> chose not to give it a good amount of zoom versus the Pixel Fold is capable of five times optical zoom. If I'm not wrong, that's up to 50 times total zoom with, you know, a digital zoom added on. So 50 times versus the 30 times you would get on the Z Fold 4. Correct me if I'm wrong, because <clears throat> I, I keep forgetting sometimes. Now, I would say in terms of photos, it really, again, goes down to preference because Samsung, while they have improved their cameras, there's still a tad bit of oversaturation or just general saturation. And for me, I like it. I personally like it. But I understand how some people might not like that. Pixel offers a little bit more of a natural tone to their photos and obviously they are very well praised for their photography that comes out of these phones i mean they're fantastic video is a whole different story but in terms of photos the google pixel might be the more i, I would say the favorites of this competition between the two but both provide excellent overall cameras i would say the only way that they would or the Fold 4 would edge out the Pixel Fold would be in video because I believe Samsung, in my opinion, has better video than the Pixel. That's kind of been the story for a couple years now, but I'm pretty sure they're very close. But in terms of options for recording, you do have 8K at 24 frames per second on the Z Fold 4, 4K 60, and 1080p 60, and 30, versus the Google Pixel, which does not have 8K but it does have 4K at 30 and 60, 1080p 30 and 60. So in terms of video recording capabilities, the Z Fold 4 does win. 
But in terms of quality, I feel like the Fold 4 also wins. Overall, in terms of the cameras on the back, they're both very heavy hitters. I would still go with the Z Fold 4 just because it has more options. It's a lot more uh, variety in terms of shooting. But the Google Pixel Fold, if you want more consistently quality photos, I'd say go for the Pixel. Now, the selfie camera. You have an 8 megapixel sensor on the cover uh, or on the inside. And on the cover display, you have a 9.5 megapixel sensor on the fold, pixel fold. On the Galaxy Z Flip 4, you have a 4 megapixel on the outside display and a 2 megapixel, or actually underneath the display, sorry, on the inside display. I forgot about their in-display camera. Um, and on the cover display, you have a 10 megapixel sensor. Both from the looks of it are okay, but I think for more consistent quality, the Pixel Fold might have, might be the winner here because the Z Fold 4, these names are getting out of hand. Um, the under the under display camera, selfie camera is not great. I mean, it's okay. You can get away with it, sort of. I mean, you're kind of pushing it. But I think that's there for... I don't even know who would use that camera, to be honest. I mean, it's a very interesting uh, question, that. Because it is not a high-quality camera. So, they took a risk with the little in-display camera. And now the quality is compromised. So, I don't know who would use it. Unless you really don't care about how the camera or image quality looks like that, that's fine. It works how it should. But in terms of consistent quality on both front and on the inside of the of the phone itself, the Pixel Fold might have to be the winner here. In terms of video recording, they both do 4K at 30 and 60, 1080p 30 and 60, so evenly matched as well. Now, moving on to sound we do have stereo speakers on both which is great to see uh there is no headphone jack unfortunately for the pixel fold as well as the z fold 4 but we'll stop comparing them i just want to make references instead of comparing them so much now the pixel fold does support wi-fi 6e 5, bluetooth 5.2 gps nfc um and it is using USB Type-C 3.2. Now for features, we do have a fingerprint on the side, so very similar to the side mount and fingerprint on the Z Flip 4. So in terms of biometrics, they seem very equally supported. Um, they both support ultra-wideband technology. We still have yet to see like very real implications, or implications, uh, applications of this technology being used from, you know, like, strictly variety of, I, I guess, um, of everyday use. So, like, how important it would be in our lives for that ultra-wideband technology to be used. We have really no options to use it almost anywhere except for maybe big cities. Um, but it's really not critical as a feature, I think it's just there for future support, I guess. 
anyway, moving on to the battery, we do have a 4821 milliamp hour battery, so a 4821 milliamp hour battery. This supports wire charging. They did not mention how fast, but it does support wireless charging as well. Um, it does have a bigger battery than the Z Fold 4, which is kind of interesting. We'll have to see the battery test comparisons because it's not that big of a difference, but it's still somewhat noticeable. We have a 4,400 milliamp hour battery on the Z Fold 4. So not that much smaller, but it's still smaller. Now we do have 25 watt of wire charging for the Z Fold 4. So we'll have to see what pixel offers. I think they said 30 watts. I don't remember. So we'll have to see in terms of charging speeds. Now for colors, we do have two colors for the Pixel Fold, which is porcelain, which is obviously going to be white, uh, obsidian, which is black. For Samsung, we have like quite a bit of colors. We have green, gray, phantom black, beige, and burgundy. So quite a bit of colors. But now we go to the most heavy thing, which is the price. The Z Fold 4 when it first came out, was a, almost at $1,000, I believe, or $2,000. I think it was either 1800 or it was actually starting at $2,000. I can't remember. Or it was like 1999 something like that. Well, the Pixel Fold is not far off. $1,800 for this Google Pixel Fold. That is expensive. That is very expensive. And considering that Samsung has now brought down the price of the Z Fold 4 to around $1,400, which is still expensive, even at its most expensive, like $1,500, right? It is still $300 cheaper than the Galaxy, or than the Pixel Fold. Whether that price gap is worth it to you is really, that's really on you. I mean, I have no, I, I've used the, Pixel, or not the Pixel, I've used the Galaxy Z Flip 4 and Z Fold 4, both. And I would say we have to see what this Pixel offers long term because obviously Samsung is more tried and true. This is their fourth time making a folding phone slash tablet, whatever it is that you want to call it. This is the fourth time making it, and they've refined a lot of the problems that they had with the first generation. And we could assume that, yes, Google Pixel uh, kind of ironed out most of the issues because of what they learned with Samsung's trials. So they would say um, that the Google Pixel is actually equivalent to the Galaxy Fold 3, maybe something like that. But in terms of refinement, we'll have to see. I think Samsung might have the edge again still because they have done quite a bit, obviously. They've refined the whole phone. Uh, it's not to say that it's the best one because I do believe there is one from Oppo and Xiaomi. And those, in terms of specs, are a lot better than the Galaxy Fold 4. So we'll have to see, time will tell whether the Pixel Fold is actual competition or it still needs some work. Uh, we'll have to see uh, what long-term reviews bring. 
But for right now, I think it's really cool that we have another folding phone because Samsung needs the competition. They have been cruising for far too long for the past four years, unrivaled. I mean, you had the Motorola, obviously, that was competing against the Z Flip, but even then, that wasn't really enough for Samsung to really push themselves to innovate. Uh, but now we have, what, like three other folding phones? We have like one or two from Oppo, one or two from Xiaomi. I think we have one or two from Huawei. Yeah, we have like the, the folding tablet kind of hot dog style and then one that's hamburger style from from Huawei. I do remember that. And now we have the Google Pixel Fold. So there is no flip yet from Pixel, but we'll have to see whether or not they actually bring that out or they'll rather focus their attention only on their fold rather than creating a no, another flipping phone. But for right now, Samsung, their most popular option in terms of the tech community tends to be the Fold. Because that one's bigger, it, it provides a phone and then a tablet versus the flip phone, which gives you a little baby screen and then a normal phone. So it's in terms of practicality, the Fold seems to be obviously the better option. But now we have more options throughout this category. And Samsung will need to step up their game coming out with this Z Fold 5 in August or September or in the fall in general. We'll have to see what they bring because now it's starting to heat up. There's a little bit more competition. And this time from a prominent manufacturer, which is Google Pixel. And they're obviously very prominent here in the U.S. Something Samsung will kind of take. I, I feel like they should take it seriously because... Again, you have Apple, which is domestic here to the U.S., and they have been dominating, obviously, in sales. So Pixel will not be a very good news to Samsung, specifically because now they have, there's an actual folding phone from here in the U.S. that people know about the company Google. I mean, who doesn't know Google? So I feel like they should kind of be concerned, and we'll have to see if they respond with their Z Fold 5. But anyway, that was it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Before we leave, I'd like to say if or wherever you're follow or wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure to give it a follow, whether on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or whatever service you have, make sure to follow. That greatly helps. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Till then, peace.